It's been about 90 days since this coronavirus was labeled an official global pandemic. And what I thought I would do today is share four things that I have seen and learned in my businesses over these three months in the hopes that it will help and encourage you in your business. Welcome to episode 59 of the Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, and live and give more. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. I see you and I hear you on the other side of this. I know you're there. I know you are excited to hang out today, and I appreciate that. I've gotten such amazing feedback Um, over the months and recent weeks, especially as many of you have a little bit more time maybe than usual to dive in with me and uh, have a conversation. And I'm not going to waste your time today. I'm going to get right into it. But if you are here in this moment and you are still struggling to find a way to make some money during the fallout of this pandemic, even though we are a few months into this thing now, we're still not out of the woods yet. If you are still trying to build that income stream, whether because you lost a job or hours were cut back or you've been furloughed and you're not sure when you're going to get back to work, I want to help you start your online business as fast as possible, specifically in the next 30 days. I decided to distill everything that I know and teach about online business into a simple 30-day, four-week, step-by-step, bulleted checklist for you to take the guesswork out of it, and it's called my 30-Day Online Income Jumpstart. It is a free guide. Just download it right now at grahamcochran.com jumpstart. It'll be there for you to tell you what to do in week one what to do in week two, three, and four to go from literally zero audience, no one following you online, no clue what you're doing, all the way to putting money in your bank account. It'll be a start, and what you will have done is build the framework and foundation for your entire online business. It's absolutely free. It's a quick and easy read because, hey, they're bullet points, okay? It's at cramcochran.com slash jumpstart. But I thought I would do a quick episode this week Looking back, since it's hit that 90-day-ish mark of since the World Health Organization labeled COVID-19 and and the coronavirus, specifically COVID-19 as the disease as a global pandemic, um, and when that dropped in early March, really February, you know, it was starting to hit Europe and the U.S., but early March, it was a crazy place to be anyone on planet Earth, but especially the business owners. If you were an employee and you thought your life was crazy, I might lose my job, Think about your boss or the owner of the company you worked for or worked for. The pressure that business owners have felt in the last 90 days has been nothing short of extraordinary. And unfortunately, many of those people have had to close up their businesses or or just completely pivot. And they're they're wondering if they'll ever get back to the way things were. Uh, My business has had a different experience, both of my businesses. And what I thought I would do is just share you know, there is some teachable material here because there are some lessons to be learned. Granted, your experience will not exactly be my experience, but I wanted to because people have asked me, how's how's business going? A lot of my business friends, I'd get texts. Hey, how's revenue going? How are you doing? What's it look like for you? Everyone was freaking out because none of us knew what to expect and still don't know what to expect moving forward. But now I've got three months since this whole thing went down to look back and say, okay, I had no clue what was going to happen early March. I have a better idea of how this is going to shake out. 
So let's dive into those four things specifically that I've learned through this global pandemic. The, the number one thing I learned, I think the most important thing I've learned is that people are still willing to spend money and are still spending money. You see the news, you hear about quarantines or stay-at-home orders or shelter-in-place or whatever you want to call it. I know some people don't like calling it a quarantine when you can leave your house. But when that was all, I mean, this is unprecedented is the word that I hate because it's being overused, but truly it is unprecedented everywhere, but especially in the U.S. Like Americans are like, what? You can't tell me what to do. Don't tell me to stay home. Like, we don't like to hear that, right? Um, so that freaked out a lot of people. And so with people staying home, people losing jobs because business is shutting down, I was like, is anyone going to have any money to spend on online courses and memberships? One of my businesses, this one, is obviously personal development, business development, that kind of stuff. The other is completely hobbyist. The Recording Revolution is a complete hobbyist market. I help musicians record better music. So I was like, are people going to still want to buy courses on how to record their music better? Or are they going to be like, look, I don't have any money to spend because I lost my job. I just need to put food on the table. That was the uncertainty. And to be fair, the first two weeks of March, the first half of March, um, everything just came to a screeching halt. Revenue dropped at least 50%. I was down 50% from where I should be on a normal month. Nothing crazy. Um, but even just to have like a normal average run-of-the-mill month down 50% from that. Uh, and that was probably more due to the fact that those first couple of weeks of March, nobody knew what was going on. I think everybody just said, stop spending money on anything, like anything. So there was a freeze for a moment. Mid-March, 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th of March, things turned around. The last half of March really ramped up where I finished the month at a nice average normal month, which meant the last half of March was a big month or big last half of a month. April was a record month for the Graham Cochran brand and probably one of my top five to top 10 months for the recording revolution in over a decade. Um, and I didn't launch anything new in either month. People still have money to spend in hobbyist markets and in non-hobbyist markets. Both of my businesses have had really good last couple of months. And it is very interesting to see. The money is still there to be spent. So why, why are people still, why, you know, why did I make money? Well, because because I have an online business, right? It didn't have to get shut down. I have two online businesses. So this is a secret thing I've learned. That's not so secret. Bonus lesson, have a freaking online business. If you haven't woken up to that, now's the time to wake up to that. I've been talking about this for the last couple of months because it's very relevant. Now is the time to start your online business so that when this happens again, and it will, it may not be a global virus or a pandemic, but 10 years ago, it was a financial collapse. And then eight years before that, it was a stock market tech collapse, right? There's always something, right? There's always something happening either in your country or globally. These are cyclical. Every eight to 10 years, there's a recession, so something's going to happen where you're going to potentially get laid off. Like that all happened in 2008 and it freaked everybody out. Then we all got lazy again and it happened again here, 2020. So my point is, if we haven't figured it out now, by now, we're clueless, 
You need an online business, period. And if you have a brick and mortar business, you need some online income element revenue stream to your business. You still need to be able to exchange value if you're locked down or if people can't come to your store. So have an online business. The reason people are still spending money with me is because they can. And then really with everybody locked down and at home, there's more people on the internet, right? So just having more people online. I knew traffic would probably go up. I knew email opt-ins would go up, but I wasn't sure if people would still spend money. And boy, did they spend money. It's been a great couple of months for business. So that was an interesting thing. Number two, not only are people still spending money, even in a global pandemic, because the media will tell you that nobody's spending money in anything, but just look around you. They still are. You still are. Grocery stores are doing really well. Amazon's doing really well. Target's doing really well. Netflix subscribers are way up. Disney Plus added another 20 million subscribers, paying subscribers in, in a month in April. You know, going into the pandemic, they had like 35 million subscribers that were paying. And then next the next month, they had 54 million. People are still spending money, my friend. Number two, trust creates loyalty, okay? When ship hits the fan, as my wife and I like to say, when money gets tight, what do you do as a household, as a family, or as an individual? You freeze the spending on the things you don't need or don't care about. You become more selective, more intentional with your spending. Now, you still spend money because you still need to breathe. You still need to eat. You still need electricity. But it's usually the basics. And then anything left over for your sanity, you're spending on the brands or the services or the products that truly add value to your life, that are worth it to you. And generally, it's the brands that you're most loyal to. In business, we love loyalty. We want loyalty from our customers. We need loyalty. You know, there's so many people probably selling what you sell or doing what you do. There's plenty of people that sell what I sell and do what I do. What I, I rely on is the loyalty from my tribe, from my audience, from you. And how do you get that loyalty? Well, it starts with creating trust. You have trust is is very hard to earn, very easy to to lose. Um, but you build that trust initially with your free content. This is why I don't like running ads. There's a lot of reasons why I don't like running ads, but one of the reasons is it's very hard to create trust in an ad. Not, nothing against ads as as a as a tool. Advertising is as old as time. But you know what's better than advertising is free content. This was never possible before the internet. But with the internet, we can put out a video. I could do a podcast, do an episode like this. And for free, you can try me out. You can listen to me and see, do I like this guy? Does he really create value? Do I trust what he says? You can watch one of my videos and go do what I say and get results and come back and say, wow, maybe, maybe just maybe, Graham knows what he's talking about. This is cool. It costs you nothing but your time. And so it is a beautiful way for me to create trust with you. I throw an ad on Instagram or Facebook for you to see. How do you build trust in 30 seconds or 60 seconds? You don't. Usually with an ad, you're trying to convince someone to try something for free. You're, you're just trying to convince them to come to your workshop, come to your webinar, download your free thing to then have a chance to create trust. So that's the way an ad can and should work well, um, but it is hard to create trust in a 30 second ad, 60 second ad. I'd rather you watch a video, find me organically, choose me basically. Do you see what I'm saying? Because A, I'm not forcing myself into your world. You're choosing 
to engage with this content. And then I have an opportunity right here. And if I blow it, I blow it. It's my fault. It's on me to create trust with you. If I can create trust with you, you will be loyal to me. You'll be loyal to the brand. And what I have found is in both of my brands, that trust that I've built up over years and years and years of making content online for free has resulted in loyalty when money is tight, times are tough. My little tribe on both the Recording Revolution side and here, Graham Cochran, are still willing to spend money. A lot of money, which is amazing. That's not good marketing. That's just creating trust. So you need to focus all the time as a business owner, but especially during this climate, to create trust with your audience because that leads to loyalty, which will lead to them still wanting to do business with you even when times are tough. So number one, people are still willing to spend money. Number two, trust creates loyalty, which can sustain your business even when times are tough. And at the end of the day, here, all we're trying to do is sustain, is plateau through this thing, right? Many of us are growing actually through this thing. Both of my businesses are growing through this, but at the end of the day, you just want to sustain through this until the world comes back to normal, and it will, so then we can grow our businesses another day. We want to live to fight another day, and the way you do that is to have loyalty, and trust creates that. Number three, and this is huge. I want to park here for a minute. Number three thing I've learned is that transformation is never a commodity. Transformation is never a commodity. What do I mean? If you sell just about anything other than food and toilet paper, that's not transformative in nature, you're selling a commodity. People don't even want to buy gas, petroleum for their car. There are oil tankers all around the globe just anchored off the coast of every major country filled with oil, no one that wants to buy it. That's why at one point, oil prices were negative. That doesn't even make sense. They were negative. They've since rebounded. And I think, check the other day, uh, well, at least at this taping, that oil was trading like $12 a barrel when it was trading like $64 a barrel like a year ago. Insane. Too much supply, not enough demand. Nobody wants to buy oil. You think gas in your car is a critical commodity, not when everyone's quarantined at home. So unless you make toilet paper or groceries, Anything you sell that's not transformative in nature is at this point a commodity during a global pandemic. People are only buying what they need to live. Food and I guess toilet paper, right? Um, and it's interesting to see that Netflix and movies and things like that are seen as worthwhile endeavors. My point is, if you sell online courses or membership sites, First of all, slow clap for you because you're awesome. You're smart. I do the same thing. It's a great business to sell. You got to understand though that you think you're selling information products, but we almost need to get that jargon out of there and call them transformation products. Yes, you are packaging your information and selling it in the form of an online course or a workshop or a paid webinar or membership site or coaching or group mastermind or whatever. That's what you think you're selling, but what you are really selling is transformation. And we've talked about this a lot in writing good sales copy. Do not talk about your product that much. Talk about the transformative results that your customers will get after buying and going through your product or membership, right? You sell benefits. You sell transformation. That might sound like semantics, 
but it's not. It's called positioning, right? You, you need to position your products and have products that actually deliver transformation. If you just have some good information on a topic, it might be a good product. It might sell, but not in a global pandemic. You need to sell transformation. So you take, let's take a look at both of my brands. Recording Revolution. On, on face, at face value, I sell information about how to record and mix your music to sound professional on a budget from home if you're not a professional recording engineer. But what I did hard during this pandemic is offer transformation to my audience. And I did that in a variety of ways. I did that through um, my bundle of courses um, that offer the ability to go from your music sounding like crap to sounding so professional to really make you feel good about yourself and build your music career. If you're gonna be on YouTube, streaming your music, if you're going to be streaming more stuff on Spotify, if you're going to be sharing your music with friends, or you're going to be doing a lyric video or music video, you want the recording of your music to sound amazing and professional, especially if everyone's listening right now in the global pandemic, what you need is my help to transform your music from eh to awesome. I am the conduit that gives you transformation. That's what I'm selling through my courses, my bundles. We even gave a three-month free trial of my community membership, my Recording Revolution VIP, um, which was free. Got a few extra thousand people in that community that way with the hope that that will convert into paying customers. And they always do, not all of them. Um, so it's not really a sale right now, but it will become a sale. And what am I offering in that community? I'm offering the transformation of you're alone, you're isolated, join my community and you will transform to be connected, to have people like you, to encourage you, that you can encourage, you can ask questions in a safe place, you can grow your network, grow your music career, get help, have fun, get you know feedback on your music, all that kind of stuff. I'm not selling information. I'm not selling just a, you know, join my subscription and get X, Y, and Z. I'm, I'm selling the transformation. Does that make sense? The Graham Cochran brand, you know, you're here. The moment this thing hit, I scrapped a bunch of content I had pre-recorded, which was awesome, but it wasn't really relevant anymore, at least for not right right for right now. And I went hard on helping you start your online business to transform you from having no or little online passive income revenue, right, coming in, to helping you have that. And I've always sold transformation in this business, which is, you know, you're stuck in a job you don't like or a business that's you're capped because of your it's a service based business. You can't give it more time. You can't raise your rates, but so high. How do I transform you to having the flexibility, the freedom, the time, the joy again of an online business? I, I take you from here to here through my course, through my membership, through my coaching, right? It's, it's transformation. Even my free stuff is transformation. My free workshop, helping you go from nothing to your first $1,000 a month online right? Transformation. I want to transform you from having no audience to money in 30 days. The guy that I offered at the beginning of this episode, right? My 30-day online income jumpstart. That's not just good information. That's transformation. You're going to go from no audience to making money in 30 days. I'm going to transform you from nothing to money coming in your bank account in 30 days. And that's free. Transformation. That is never a commodity. It may not be the most in-demand commodity, but if you are offering transformation through your marketing material, through your positioning on your website, even through your free content, you will always be in demand. 
because we all want to be transformed, whether it's weight loss, whether it's how to do, you know, style and dress ourselves better. We're not buying or looking for information. We're looking for the transformation that that information gives us. So simple application, and then I'll move on, is when you're trying to sell, especially during a global pandemic, always sell results, not information. Always sell results and benefits, not features. Always sell results and not your experience. What results can you get for your audience? If you're talking about that, you can always sell something in any climate. Fourth and final thing I've learned from this global pandemic. I've touched on this before, but I've continued to see it be true. And I see it in the feedback I get from this content, the YouTube comments, emails I get. So don't don't discount this if it seems less tactical, but this is probably one of the most important ones. Positivity and hope are infectious. Positivity and hope are infectious. I have always been intentional, and part of it's just my personality, for the last 10 and a half years, in every piece of content I ever create, to be positive and to leave you, the audience, hopeful at the end of it. That, to me, is just more appealing than just shoving a bunch of information down your throat or bombarding you with all my expertise and knowledge and brilliance, which I'm being sarcastic. While I am a teacher and while I bring to you content that helps transform you and I'm trying to share ideas, practical tutorials, how-tos, share my mistakes on both brands, all those things. While that's what you're coming to consume, maybe it's the title of a video or title of a podcast you sound, sound sounds appealing to you, I know that what I'm secretly wrapping that all in is positivity, hope, and encouragement. And if that sounds frou-frouy to you, then you're missing out on a very powerful tool. And this is not manipulation because this is genuine and this is me, but I have seen that information alone is not enough. What you need is a positive attitude that's obvious to the people watching or listening, a hope-filled attitude, and an encouraging spirit so that the information you're giving doesn't fall on deaf ears. It actually gets in there because people have so many walls put up, so many... Um, barriers, so many, like, this doesn't apply to me. You don't know my situation. This will never work for me. Like, that's that's always there. And as an educator and as a teacher, you need to, in your free and paid content, break through and get through to the person. And a lot of times, you could have the best information in the world. You could be the world's leading expert on your topic. You don't need to be that to make money, by the way. I sure as heck am not. But you could be the smartest person in the room on your topic and not make a difference with any of your content and never get through to people because you just give them all the truth and you say, there, I said it, you know everything, this is the truth, you can quote me, you can take it to the bank, but it'll never get through to them because they don't think it's possible for them or because they are not even truly listening because they're so discouraged or so insecure or it seems like impossible for them. So I know in both of my businesses that 
as much as I could have the best information that could help you, I have to, to wrap it and position it and deliver it in such a way that you believe that you can actually do it. How do I do that? I do that by being positive. I do that by breaking it down into bite-sized chunks. I do that by answering objections that come up. And I do that by saying, look, you don't even have to do all of this or do it perfectly, but what if you did this one thing? Like, I work really hard at trying to encourage you to believe that you can actually do this. Otherwise, I'm literally wasting both of our time, right? If you don't believe you can do this, I'm talking to nobody, and you're not going to do anything with this after you listen to me. What a waste of both of our time. Not good. What I have found is that that is always a good idea, positivity and hope. Right now, the last 90 days, this global pandemic, it has been so hard, so hard to avoid the negativity, the despair, the cynicism, the anger. I've been a part of conversations where people are just bubbling up with anger because of wherever they land on this whole debacle, whether coronavirus is a joke and it's a... It's a conspiracy theory, or it's the worst thing since the bubonic plague. Wherever people land on that spectrum, they are very passionate about the topic, and they're very aggressive because they've been stuck at home, and they don't know how to process their emotions, and so this is an emotional thing, a lot of fear, and you fear one of two things. You either fear the virus, or you fear the, the fact that you're not able to make money, you're afraid you're gonna run out of money. And so those people are fighting each other, literally killing each other. Like there was, you know, fighting over this stuff, whatever. It's just so negative out there that anybody who has any ounce of positivity or hope is like super appealing right now because nobody knows what's gonna happen. Nobody wants anything bad to happen. Everybody wants the virus to go away. Everybody wants the economy to come back. We all want the same thing at the end of the day, but we are being fed a bunch of negativity from the media, from the news outlets, from the government, and we're just looking for someone to have hope, to have positivity. Even if we don't believe it, it still tastes better going down than the negativity that's everywhere. So as I'm creating content in both brands, I'm staying super upbeat and super positive, and hopeful, and encouraging. Is that because I'm naive? No. It's because I genuinely believe there is a lot to be hopeful about, and that is very infectious. That sounds different. That sounds appealing. That gets people to pay attention to you. If you want to stand out right now, be hopeful. Be positive. Be encouraging. Be a leader. That's basically what people are looking for. Good grief. We're looking for a president to lead us. Good luck with that. We're looking for Congress to lead us. Good luck with that. We're looking for our governors and our mayors and business leaders. We're looking for somebody, somebody to tell us it's going to be okay. And not just to give us a panacea or a pacifier or, you know, we don't want to be spoon-fed platitudes but we genuinely want someone or someones to say, hey, I don't know what the future holds either, but let's think about this and let's be hopeful about this and let's move forward 
in this way. And you know what? Since everyone else is spewing negativity, if you're the person spewing positivity, you become an alternate voice and you don't blend in with everybody else. There's so many YouTubers and content creators who are capitalizing on the negativity and putting out their own scary, spooky, negative videos. And I, it gets clicks, I guess, but they're doing the exact opposite of what they should be doing. They should be doing positive videos, hope-filled videos that go counter to what everyone else is doing. Be polarizing, in this case, by being ultra positive and hopeful. It's infectious, man. People love it. And it, you gotta be real about it. You can't just make up something. You have to genuinely believe in what you're talking about. But man, I've seen that to be very good for business. Very good. People are looking for stability, positivity, and hope. And those things are infectious. So they're the four things that I've learned from this global pandemic. People still got money to spend Trust is really important in your business because it creates loyalty and that loyalty can sustain your business during a pandemic. Transformation is never a commodity. It's, it's what you're ultimately always selling and it never goes out of style. And then positivity and hope are infectious. I don't know about you, but I'm very hopeful about the future. <laughs> no surprise. I started my business in the last global recession, and it was bleak back then. And, and people are quick to forget how bad it was. It's different. I get it. It's different than 2020. But it was the same negativity, and it was scary. I'll be honest. I was scared out of my mind. Talked about that a few episodes ago. But it was a wonderful time to start something new. And my friend, Right now, three months into this global pandemic, 2020, whenever you're listening to this, this is probably the next best time I've seen since 2009 when I started my business to start an online business. It's going to get better. It's So many of my students are having their best months ever. I have a, a, a membership site, a community, my six-figure coaching community, and I jumped in there mm, at the end, beginning of May, and uh, and I always get people to share their wins, but I said, hey, how was April for you guys? Because April was the month everyone was freaking out. How was April? What Any wins? And I was just hoping to fish for some wins. Win after win after win. Here's, here's what I got from like so many of my members. Best month ever. Record profit. Record revenue. Hits 10K in revenue for the first time. Record, record, record. Best month ever. This is a great time to be in business right now, online. And you know what? Next year, if you have started a business right now, you will be doing much better because this is the time to plant those seeds if you haven't already planted because you are, there is a wave. I have to do a whole episode on this because I'm gonna wrap up. There, the question I get is this. Sorry, my head's all over the place. The question I get is this, Graham, were you just lucky that you were at the front of the wave back in 2009? Has the wave come and gone for online business? That's what they're talking about. Content, YouTube, online courses, membership sites. Did we miss the wave, Graham? <laughs> and my answer is, friend, we are still at the front of the wave. Like, you think 10 years is a long time and the wave has come and gone? This is still... 2020 is still the beginning of this e-learning 
whatever you want to call it, wave. You are still at the front of the wave. Don't, don't give yourself the excuse that it's a pandemic. It's too late for me. I don't know what I'll do. It, it's an excuse. It is just an excuse. In five years, if you have started a business now, you will be making a ton of money if you do it right because you will still be at the beginning. Historically, I believe we are still at the beginning of a wave and I want you to get on front of that, in front of that wave on your surfboard right now so you don't miss it. You didn't miss it 10 years ago because you're still at the front of it, but there are gonna be people that don't believe me, people that just cry themselves to sleep during this pandemic. They're gonna wake up in a year or two or three and see people who did start something in the summer of 2020, and whenever this is all still going on, who have been growing and making a ton of money and helping a ton of people. And they're like, man, I missed out on the wave again. Don't miss out. You haven't missed out. Now is the time. Start something now. You can still make good money in this pandemic. In fact, this is the best time I've seen in 10 years to start something new. People are hungry for you. They need your voice. People have lost jobs. There's more opportunity to help people than ever before. More people are online. More people are comfortable with platforms like Zoom. Like I've been using Zoom for like six years and like all of a sudden everyone's like, I know what Zoom is finally. Like there's so many people that are primed to receive content and information and transformation from you. This is the time. That's what I've learned. Okay? So I want you to start. I mentioned this at the beginning of the episode, but if you don't know where to start, I'm teeing it up for you making it super easy. <clears throat> if you want to know what to do and you don't have the time or the brain space to read a freaking book or take a course, I've got bullet points for you, checklists for you. Week one, boop, 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 do this. Week two, boop, 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 do this. All the way to the end of four weeks, you can go from no audience to making your first bit of money online in 30 days. I'm making it easy. It's my 30-day online income jumpstart. If you're a smart human being, you're going to download it. And if you're even smarter, you're going to read it. And if you're a freaking genius, you're going to do it. And then what I want you to do is come back to me in 30 days once you've made your first sale and tell me all about it. It's absolutely free. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart. The link's below if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, just grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart. It's that easy. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with me for a few minutes today. If you're watching on YouTube, leave me a comment. Which of these four things resonated with you the most? And if you're listening to the podcast, leave me a review on Apple Podcast. Give me five stars, please. Sorry, you can give me whatever you want. It's free country. Give me five stars and let me know that you listened to this episode and let me know what was the one thing that I shared with you today that resonated with you the most out of the four lessons I learned. Curious to know where you land on that. Stay healthy, stay safe, stay hope-filled and positive because if at the very least, it's just good for your soul. Thanks for hanging out. I'll see you on another episode real soon.